What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome on into tonight's Phillies game recap as the Phillies take care of business yet again. This is a brand new Phillies team, and we have different expectations, I feel like. It's a win every night, and these guys tonight with a 7-5 win that, yeah, no, it didn't come easy. There was a little bit of a scare at the end, but bigger picture, eight straight wins here for the Philadelphia Phillies, 7-4 Mr. Rob Thompson, and these boys are soaring and flying really high right now. They got the attention of the league and back-to-back -back sweeps. We've seen how it's been done. The, the bats have finally woken up. Rob Thompson's putting trust into these young players. You got some deep outings from some of the starting pitchers, and this team is a completely, team, completely different team than what we're even talking about literally a week and a half ago. And Rob Thompson is the mayor of Philadelphia at the moment. It, it, it was a, it was a long one. We had an inning that lasted over a half an hour. We'll get to that one in just a bit. But uh, we had Zach Gallon returning back. Uh, Bishop Uses finest. Shouts to all the Bishop Uses, all, all the South Jersey high school graduates out there. Not up the street from my high school. Uh, shouts to Cherry Hill West. Uh, but uh, Zach Gallon, of course, had his crew out there. And fortunately for Zachy boy. Uh, he didn't have a good homecoming here for it, for the Diamondbacks and for himself as well. But we'll get to tonight's game. We'll talk about everything that went down. I do have a, a point to talk about with the broadcast team, which I thought that was great. Um, the Phillies did a really, really did a bang up job of, of highlighting Caden. Um, I think his name is Caden Merge, if I'm not mistaken. Um, the kid who went viral on Sunday, praying that the the baseball gods will allow Bryson Stott to hit that walk off, and of course that did, and he he got he got his fair share of spotlight. So we'll get to all that tonight. Of course, I want to thank Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and of course we got TikTok in the building for tonight's Phillies game recap. Guys in the comment section, keep throwing comments and uh, questions, concern. Uh, in both comment sections, we have YouTube and, of course, we have TikTok comment sections open right now. So keep throwing them in there. Right now, I just put in the link to come in the show if you guys want to. You guys are more than welcome to hop on in the show and be a part of it. Backstage is currently open, so just hang out for just a bit and we'll get you guys in in just a minute. I want to give a big shout, a big thank you to tonight's sponsor. Thank you so much a lot, Terrain Watch, for sponsoring Phillies Game Recap. If you, ladies and gentlemen, are in the market for a brand new watch, consider checking out Lot Terrain Watch. We're talking high-quality watches at a bargain price. And even better, when you head over to the checkout page, you can use my promo code PARCETOPHILLY for 10% off of your purchase of a La Terrain watch. So a big shout-out and a big thank you to La Terrain. I want to thank you guys. I really do appreciate everyone showing love to Phillies Game Recaps and just, just the sports Philly sports content in general. Um, I'm on a lot of you guys. I'm pretty exhausted. It's been pretty uh, it's been pretty hectic week. I do have some personal news that I'll be breaking sooner once I get the concrete OK and approval. Um, but uh, so just been really busy trying to get this personal news out the way and we can start focusing back on content. But soon, all I will say, ladies and gentlemen, soon enough, we'll have back, we'll back. We'll have a back an actual studio. I know people like the portrait. It's very beautiful. It is very pretty, but it has nothing to do with Philly sports. And, uh, and I, I miss having a concrete studio. Obviously, we had the Eagles Lab. Um, that's no longer in commission. Uh, we Before that, for the OGs who used to follow me back in 2019, the soccer coverage, we had the brick wall. That's OG stuff right there. But uh, we'll, with personal news coming up soon, we will be able to have an actual concrete studio. But make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Um, so for right now, guys, if you guys, if I don't have, I, I feel like as if I didn't have consistent content up on YouTube as I usually do, but don't worry, guys, we'll get back to it once things start getting smooth again. 
Um, but you know, for now, obviously, we'll keep following every single game that goes on in Philadelphia. Obviously, right now we got the Phillies, we got the Union. Any breaking news that happens with our teams as well, we'll definitely have that for you. But of course, make sure you guys are following on TikTok. We've been putting out a good amount of uh, content on TikTok. Um, so definitely make sure you guys, if you aren't already, make sure you guys are following on TikTok. But let's get to this game, shall we? into the series into this game it, it's all about can the phillies continue the form that they've been on they have been on fire um ripping the cover off the ball as as they say the runs have been coming at a premium um and even even to what i what i noticed from this team and even yesterday they're going up against corbin burns who obviously we all know is a really good pitcher and they they took him to the distance they took him to the wires like 70 so pitches Throughout four and a third innings pitch, and obviously we saw him leave the game, and they didn't put a lot of damage. I think they he left the game with three runs on the board, but they tired him out. And so at that point, you go to the bullpen, and you're going to take your chances, even though the bullpen for the Brewers has taken a step back over the past couple games or past couple series, to be honest with you. But th that was really awesome to see. And even a night like tonight for the Phillies, I really felt like they did the same thing to Zach Gallon, who there's no, no biases aside. Obviously, he's a local kid, but he's a pretty solid pitch on right. For him to go on inning in two-thirds, 66 pitches in an inning in two-thirds, they had no choice but to pull him out, out of the game. And, and the Phillies are just doing a great job of, look, if you're not going to put up the damage, which obviously today they did, but just finding a way to stretch out these pitchers. So really wanted to see how the Phillies would continue their form because obviously they're on fire, but it's all about continuing the form. And uh, it's far-fetched to think that they would have triple sweeps. Uh, but, you know, obviously anything is possible after what we saw here today, of course. But we'll see how this, this uh, series plays out. But let's pick this up at the bottom of the first because that's where the runs really would start here for the Phillies. Um, as Reese Hoskins in the bottom uh, with, with the second batter up, hits a, a fly ball to center field, rips this bad boy, gets it started off early. And the Phillies are up one to nothing early on in this game. We move to the bottom of the second inning, and this is where all the action would go down for the Philadelphia Phillies. And this is where I was telling you guys, this was an inning that lasted 32 minutes long. I'm not kidding, guys. Most of this game was in just half of a, of a fucking inning, and it was absolutely wild. But the Phillies just went absolutely bananas. Um, you had yourself a, a Garrett Stubbs uh, fielder's choice that would bring in uh, two runs. That would bring in Alec Bohm and uh, Bryson Stott. And then a little later on in that in in that inning, Didier Gorius would double. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I apologize. After that, you had the Kyle Schwarber home run that would bring in three more runs, and the Phillies were up five to nothing. Couple batters later, uh, with with uh, two men on base, you had Didi Gregorius with a double. Didi Gregorius, an RBI king as of late, you could say, but he brings the two more runs to make the score six to nothing. The Phillies walk out of the top or the bottom of the second inning with a 6 to nothing over the Arizona Diamondbacks. And in that bottom of that second inning, 10 batters Zach Gallon had to go. He didn't even get the he didn't even get a chance to finish because um, the the Diamondbacks took him out um and they replaced him with Edwin Uceda uh and and dude, 10 batters. It was like 44 pitches that he that, that was thrown in that inning between two pitchers of the Diamondbacks. The Phillies were freaking raking it up and and drawing these pitchers out. Zach Gallon's a pretty solid pitcher. For them to do that, it, it was it was honestly a, a work of art. Um, the 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 Diamondbacks would would get a run back in the bottom. I'm sorry, in the top of the sixth inning, as Dalton Varsho would hit a solo shot home run to cut the lead to five. 
Uh, and then in the top, bottom uh, of sorry, the top of the seventh inning, I'm confused because we were just on a two game road or on a two series on a, on a little bit of a road trip there in Milwaukee. But we moved to the top of the seventh inning where the Diamondbacks would find themselves putting up some damage here. Dalton Varsha would get back on, on the plate and he would hit himself a double that would hit in two more runs. And followed by that was this Josh Rojas, who, by the way, is an absolute baller. He looked really good here today at the plate. At third base, he's he's definitely going to be a stud in this league. If he's on, is very well on his way. Uh, but he gets a double that brings in two more runs. So now a lead that was six to nothing heading into the sixth inning. Now at the at midway point of the seventh inning is now just a one run game. So what would the Phillies do? They now have had uh five innings of no runs. They didn't. They have not been able to find that run insurance. But little little. Little did the Diamondbacks know that Reese Hoskins had a little bit more in the bag for them. We lead it off in the bottom of the seventh inning. Reese Hoskins at the plate. He hits. He gets himself uh, on a on a two one count. Finds a eighty two mile per hour slider and pops that bad boy in the left field. And there, ladies and gentlemen, was your insurance run as that would add on an, another run. And that really was the difference here in this game. As the Phillies would walk out of this one with a seven to five lead, a seven to five win. You had Corey Knebel closing it out with four pitchers in that inning. I know everyone, hey, everyone hates Corey Knebel. Everyone wants to see Sir Anthony Dominguez as the closer. But ladies and gentlemen, with 17 pitches and a strikeout, Corey Knebel would get the job done with a curveball. It was there. It was there. And the Phillies would end this game with. With an eight-game winning streak, ladies and gentlemen. And by the way, it's crazy to think at one point this team literally a week over a week ago was 21 and 29. Ladies and gentlemen, today we are 29 and 29. Thank you to Rob Thompson and this eight-game winning streak that has been brought upon to this team. And it has been, it's truly beautiful to watch Phillies baseball. The fact that these guys are ripping the cover off the ball. They're having fun. You see it in the dugout. Smiles everywhere. You got a D.D. Gregorius who has had a little bit of a jolt of life into him, not only at the plate where he added two for four to back up a three for five performance the day before, but you got D.D. Gregorius in the field taking balls away from from, from Bryce's stat at the center of the infield, getting a bunch of defensive plays out to first base and Gregorius has been feeling himself since returning back on Sunday. This, this is such a uh, this is such a great like baseball team. Like, where has this been, Joe Girardi? But that, but you know what? It is what it is. We're gonna move past Joe Girardi and we're gonna look forward because look, I don't know where this team is gonna go, and I don't want to be the pessimistic fan. But I do realize at some point losing will come back again for this baseball team. But I do feel like. Right now, they are a stronger team that if they do go through a two, three game losing streak, they will find a way to pick it back up. And it's and, and just the ways that they are finding to find the ways that they are finding how to win games. Right. You know, today they jump into an early lead. They give Kyle Gibson some early run support. And that was big because I thought that Kyle Gibson looked really solid. He tailed off at the end. And that's typical Kyle Gibson. And right. We've seen this before, but it is such a easier outing for your starting pitchers to go out there with run support. They feel a little more comfortable. They can do what they want to do, throw the stuff that they want. 
And, and for Kyle Gibson going six innings deep with allowing four hits and three earned runs, um, he did walk three. We know well, it is what it is, but you also had four strikeouts from Kyle Gibson. That's like a that's a typical Kyle line. And and when you're looking at these starting pitchers and what you want from them, particularly, you want these guys to go at least six innings because that alleviates some pressure off the bullpen. And obviously, you know, Kyle Gibson got himself into a bit of a trouble in that seventh inning. You know, he, he, he uh, Rob put him out there in that seventh, and and unfortunately, uh, it, he, Kyle just did not have enough left on the tank. And uh, Brad Hand came in the game, and it's so funny. Everyone loves, you know, everyone wants to see Brad Hand. Everyone loves Brad Hand. Uh, I literally had people tell me the other night was the um, the last game. No, no, I'm sorry. It was the it was the first game in in uh, Milwaukee, the three two game, the the Veerling and Boom uh, homers, and you got Corey Knable going in in the bottom of the ninth, and obviously we saw the the thirty two the thirty two pitch performance he had in that ninth inning, and I literally have some people obviously you know I don't blame fan for wanting expected to be the closer. He's obviously a stud, and we saw him here tonight. But the fact that People actually wanted Brad Hand as a closer from what we saw this season. I know he's been a closer before, but have you seen him this year? And he had himself a little bit of a trouble as well. He put on two earned, he allowed two earned runs uh, in that seventh inning. He only would last a third of the inning where they had to put Sir Anthony Dominguez in. Yo, Sir Anthony Dominguez is fucking filthy. I get why you guys love him so much. This man was throwing 100 mile per hour two seam fastballs that just like had his two seamer. Has like this movement going on as it goes towards the center plate, and it's it's freaking incredible to see. And but for right now, look, we go back to Corey Knable. He looked solid in that ninth inning, and he, he looked like he had that curveball. And it's 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 definitely tough. You know, we talked about it yesterday with Zach Eflin. He really did not have that conviction with that curveball, and it really affected his game as well. But for Corey Knable right now, we're definitely going to ride with him. And Connor Brogdon looks he's been looking solid. You know, Drob's been having Connor as like that setup guy, the eighth inning guy, and I really do think that he's been flourishing in that role. Or I thought that Jerry Simile should have been that guy, but right now you got Connor working really well in that role, and I and, and I definitely really love it. Um, the top of the rotation, er, the lineup has been really de- deadly. Um, you know, when you got Schwartz who hit an, another home run here, he did get another strikeout as well. You know what it, it is, what it is. But come on, Kyle, we need you to knock out with knock it off with those goddamn strikeouts. But then you look after that. Reese Hoskins in your two hole, and then Bryce Harper in your three hole. Both of them identical three for four games. Obviously, Reese Hoskins, the big two home run game. I think this was his most game home run uh, game as a Philadelphia Philly. I'll have to look that up again. But. It's 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 what it's what we anticipated from this lineup when you started the season. You thought that Schwartz, Hoskins, and Harper would be the top of the rotation for most of the season, and now that they're back, now that they have that continuity, and they know that every single day that they are going to be able to be in those one, two, three slots, they can just go out there and swing the ball, swing that bat. And it's it's really been a lot of fun to watch. And Bryce Har Bryce Harper had three hits, all of them opposite field. And everyone knows that, you know, he's a lefty and they all like to stack up the right side of the field. But that's the beauty of Bryce Harper. And that's why he's going to be a potential hitting champion this year following his MVP uh, uh, campaign last year, because he knows how to hit the ball as a professional. He knows where to find those gaps and plop some balls in there. Nick Castellanos added a hit. We just mentioned Didi Gregorius's great two for four game. Back to Castellanos. Um, DJ Hollywood was in the in the building here tonight. Uh, obviously, if you're a flyer, you're not familiar with DJ Hollywood. He's he's a typical DJ out there. 
uh, for the Flyers games. He's usually running the the, the ones and twos with the music. Uh, they, he he would handle Nick Cassiano's walk walk up music, and he used "Do Not Disturb" by Drake, and it definitely sounded good on the loud system with the bass bumping. And it's funny you got Tom McCarthy and John Crock. It, 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 it we're so blessed with that broadcast team. I'm listening to this broadcast team; they're fantastic. Uh, throughout the whole entire game, and <laughs> Tom McCarthy's like, I don't know this song, but it's got a catchy beat to it. <laughs> it, was, it was really great to hear, but I had to throw that in there because it, it's, it's a nice little touch. And, you know, we, I would like to see Nick, you know, ripping the ball a little bit more than he is right now. Uh, he's obviously been slumping a little bit. He did get a hit here today, um, but he also had three strikeouts. So we need to cut that F and out. So for sure. Uh, although that had a hit as well. Um, Bomer with another 0 for game tonight. Um, and Stott had a, a nice little hit. Stott's been obviously fantastic here uh, as of late, and he's been big. Garrett Stubbs was uh, got the start for JT Romuto, which meant that Stubbies would get put into the ninth spot. Nothing too crazy. For, nothing really from Stubbs. He, he didn't get a hit here. Um, he obviously looked better in his couple last couple outings out here, but you know JT much needed rest here, and I'm curious to see when it is that some of these other guys would rest. If I'm being honest, with you guys, when I'm watching Nick Cassianos, I think he would be conducive for a day off. You know, you got Odubel Herrera, who's been obviously been solid as of late. Uh, he's been consistent for right now. You know, just bench Nick Cassianos one day, just let him rest. Let least times major league batters just kind of need that day off, just to kind of. You know, just just especially when they're in a slump a little bit, give them that day off to just kind of look at the game from a different different perspective. And it definitely would not hurt this team if they would sit them out for at least one game. So it's it's a lot of fun. It, it, this is definitely a, a, a fun game. And, and in the bot was at the bottom of the top of the uh, the seventh inning, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it was a key moment because I want to make sure. Yeah. So Christian Walker uh, with two outs. And it's a full count. And you had Sir Anthony Dominguez throw a slider that was clearly, t it, it was right above the strike zone. And they called it a, they called it a strike, which obviously meant that Christian Walker was out. Christian Walker was livid. And I think Christian Walker's from Norristown, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so he's a Philly boy, and he was livid. And he should have been. It was a bad call. There was a, there was a couple questionable call, uh, calls in the strike zone. Uh, by the ump here today, but that was a, a crucial. Moment. And then, of course, the leadoff by Reese Hoskins in falling in the bottom of the seventh inning, and the cameras just show Christian Walker's face, and you just see his face. He's like, "Of course, of course, he hits home run after the situation that I just went through." It is, and it is, it was pretty funny to say the least, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my God, what's what's happening to TikTok? What's going on, guys? What a night, man. What a what what a baseball team. These guys are freaking fantastic. What's up, program gambling? What's happening, man? What's 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 the what's the uh what, what's the bets here today, man? What 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 are we what are we hitting on here? What's up, Billy? Billy was at the game there. What's how was the game, man? Look, that's another thing, too. It was really cool to see Citizens Bank Park packed again. You know, it, it, I think Reese Hoskins mentioned after the in, in his interview with with uh Tom McCarthy and Crucky after the game, you know. Having fun out there, winning, hitting runs, hitting home runs, it's fun. But when you're able to look up into the third deck and not see so many blue freaking chairs, it is really uh, it feels good as a player. And obviously, these guys, these guys really were feeding off of the home crowd where for some reason, the home crowd really wasn't a factor. And and, to, and you can see what, it, what good baseball does. People will come out, especially on a Friday night. And it was a beautiful Friday night, to say the least. 
People wanted to come out. People wanted to cheer for their fightings. And the, the the team fed off of it. They absolutely fed off of that energy. And it was and it was really great to see, man. So, Billy, how was the game, man? What's up, Juan? We got Juan in the building. What's happening? Yo, Juan. We got Redding's, uh, Redding's own Juan checking on in here. What's happening, man? Um, the broadcast was fantastic here tonight. You know, John Cruck, he brought up meatball was it uh meatball a meatball sub he brought up his time in the mexican baseball leagues which was an absolute hilarious uh, story he's actually he got a lifetime ban from the mexican baseball league for punching a uh an umpire in the face and i guess in the mexican leagues maybe at that time period that meant a lifetime ban but it was a freaking hilarious story hearing his time in tijuana um, they had the Caden kid, the, uh, the prayer kid for Bryson Stott in the, in the booth, in the bottom of the second inning, when the Phillies were just hitting, uh, had five runs in that inning and they had a, the Dimax had a pitching change. They had Caden in the booth up until that pitching change. And it was just so funny. Like, you know, he's teaching the kid about Greg Lazinski in back in those days. And uh, this broadcast group, group, uh, Bruce is, is freaking, it's great. I know a lot of people hate, don't care for Ruben. I get that maybe part of it is because he was the GM that essentially was the downfall of the golden era Phillies baseball. But I think Rube is solid as well. But Krucky and McCarthy are just a great one-two punch. It's like it's like watching Zach Wheeler and JT Real Muto, if I'm being honest with you guys. But I thought they really, really did a great job. And look, for this Phillies baseball team, where does it end? I mean, they're, they got an eight-game winning streak. Obviously, the whole league is on notice. And the way they are, they are absolutely doing it. And you got guys stepping up. It makes things easy because, look, you do know that no matter what happens out there, you know that one guy is going to step, always, always, always show up, and that's obviously Bryce Harper. But you have guys that are stepping up right now. Schwarbs is since since uh, Rob Thompson has taken over. It seems like Schwarbs seems like more relaxed at the plate. Uh, obviously, hitting the home runs are, are, are really big, and you know the month of June has been a his, his best friend essentially and obviously you know he's he has been used to playing really well in the month of june but we need we definitely need to continue seeing that and, and, and part of me just thinks to myself like i just want october here because i just know that we're going to go through another lull where the phillies just don't look as good but hopefully they don't go to the spot where they're 21 and 29 again um, but they do have to keep pace i mean obviously the mets did help themselves by creating such a big cushion to start the season, even though they have bodies falling right now, they're over in the West Coast. The Braves are hot right now, and they we know they have championship pedigree. I mean, they literally are a world reigning World Series champ. So for the Phillies, we got to find a way to keep continue this continuity and continue these winning ways, helping out these starting pitching. It really the run support has been really big and really crucial for a lot of these starting pitchers, um, and even for a guy like Kyle Gibson, it has really, really been a big help. So. Phillies with another dom another dominating win, and obviously you want to see them, you know, just not allow a Diamondbacks team to come all the way back. It was a run one run, one run game at the at a, at the moment, but finding a way to win, and really as well in this winning streak, you're seeing the Phillies finding that insurance run. It came a little bit later here tonight, but it it came, and that's the most important part. And not having that complacency, that was something that was really lacking under Joe Girardi. And uh, tonight and through this winning streak, they have been able to find those insurance runs. And that's really big. All right, guys. So tomorrow we got game two of this series. The Phillies are going to try to go for the series win against the Diamondbacks. 
a four o'clock first pitch on a Saturday afternoon. A beautiful, beautiful, beautiful uh, matchup here for the afternoon Saturday baseball. You got Madison Bumgarner going up against Zach Wheeler. It's gonna be a good one. I mean, Madison, he's not obviously not the same ace. We've talked about that before, but uh, he's two and five this season with the 364 ERA. And he's got 41 Ks going up against our ace, Mr. Zach Wheeler. It should be a fun matchup, and I expect Zach to take full advantage of this matchup, but we shall see. Guys, it's going to do it for tonight's Phillies game recap. Again, the Phillies take game one of the series against the Arizona Diamondbacks, winning 7-5. to five. We're back at it tomorrow for some afternoon baseball. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for watching. If you guys enjoyed the content, do me a solid by hitting that like button. And, of course, if you want to be a part of the family, all you got to do is subscribe to the channel. We got much more Philly sports content coming for you guys as well through here. Of course, you could got you guys can find us wherever you stream podcasts as well. Find us under Oin Philly Sports. You can find us wherever you stream podcasts. And of course, a big thank you to our friends over at Lots and Watch for sponsoring tonight's Phillies game recap. Guys, make sure you guys use promo code Parcero Philly at the checkout page at your next purchase of Lots and Watches. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by name Ed Parcero Philly, and I'm telling you guys, let's go, Phils. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs>